psychopathic to like break it down. <laughs> First, you have to figure out who you are because then you'll know the way people perceive you. I want to make like smart things stupid. Comedians Exposed, a podcast where comedians talk about vulnerability with your host, Deanna Kobe. Hello, uh, today's guest of Comedians Exposed is well known all along the Eastern Seaboard. He's producer of such shows like Speakeasy Comedy. He's a really funny show, uh, Feud on Facebook. He's host of the All Black Podcast. Please welcome the very funny LaMare Lee. Yay! Hello. Hey! <laughs> yeah, hey, that was better than like. That was, I don't know. That's too nice. Thank you. <laughs> no. Oh, my God. You're so nice. Every time I see you, I'm always, that's what I always think. I'm like, you are just such a nice, yeah. a very jovial person. <laughs> yeah, I try. I try. <laughs> yeah. Do you cool think you're, you're nice on stage, too? Uh, Like, to people? Yeah. I can't be, well, yeah. I can't be mean. I don't know how to be mean, like. You know, like when audience talks, you get heckled and people are like, you know, dude, your mom, I can't do that. I can't. I'm just like, I'll leave. I don't, you don't, you don't want to see me. I'll leave. All right. <laughs> like, tell me to go. Oh, <laughs> so you are a really nice guy. That's so nice. Oh, man. <laughs> you don't want to be a nice guy? No, I want to be a bad boy. <laughs> oh, my God. Why? Why do you want to be a bad boy? I don't know. I don't know. It just feels right. <laughs> I don't know. I think if we look at bad boys today, who's your definition of a bad boy? I've been watching a lot of those like 90s hood movies recently. So, like, like I just been dreaming of smashing forty bottles on the ground. Like that's all. <laughs> so Anybody that's from the wire? Right there, that's your threshold right there, just to be able to crack a whole bunch of bottles. Yeah, because they don't care. They're like, yeah, we're gonna be here tomorrow, but somebody else is gonna clean it up. <laughs> like that's like, that's like you don't you don't give a care about anything. You don't give a hoot. <laughs> oh, I, I think you're gonna have to work on your your bad boy tendencies a little bit. <laughs> maybe maybe start with not saying you don't give a hoot. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna change the definition of being a bad boy. <laughs> I'm bad boy. By bad boy, I mean pretty nice. I mean, not really, you know, hurt yeah. your feelings. Yeah, by bad boy, I mean we're all gonna have a good time. Yes, we are going to have a good time. Oh, my God. Have you been having a good time with everything that's kind of going on? Yeah. Yeah. And I kind of feel bad about it because I don't don't know. I feel like uh, things are going better than they should be because everyone, it seems like everyone else is pretty sad. And I, I, I get pretty down, but I'm not like defeated. Like, and it seems like a lot of people have been defeated. Why do you think that is? Well, it's completely understandable because like you have a complete lifestyle change. Like you've been doing this thing most of your life, not just necessarily comedy or just like people who go out to bars every night, like people who even like stock people, (laughs) you've been doing shit like a certain way your whole life. And it just got ripped away from you. You have to adjust and learn. And some people can't handle that. And I understand that, but you just got to keep going. Do you think comedies help prepare you for, you know, all of that, like helping prepare you for what we're going through? No, it's no, (laughs) no, not one bit. (laughs) 
<laughs> you don't think so? Not at all? No, because, like, only thing it does is, like, I don't, okay, I'm, at first it was, like, hard to think about jokes at all. Because you're like, oh, is everyone I know going to die? Like, is everyone I love going to die, you know? Mm -hmm. So then you just, like, lose the, you don't lose it, but it just, like, gets real loose. And then you, like, it's, I don't know, it's just weird. It's weird because, I don't know. The one thing that I know for sure is everybody is going to be different when we come back, like, to what is, was normal, you know? Yeah. yeah. How do you how do you think you're gonna be different? I would. Oh man, I'm much more. I, I'm I, I'm being much more extroverted now than I should be. Like mm-hmm. I don't know. Like everyone's like, uh, I'm just happy to like see people, just people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are you normally an extrovert? Not like with strangers. <laughs> no, but do you think yeah. you need to be around your friends? To yeah, 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 yeah. Do your friends share your sense of humor? Yeah, easily. Did they help push you into comedy? Oh, no. Oh, are you talking about before Comedy Friends? Oh, okay. Let's talk about comedy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, that's so yeah. good. Yeah, Comedy Friends versus non-comedy friends. Yeah. I didn't like, I, don't, I didn't really have any non-comedy friends. <laughs> <laughs> I just, yeah. I think I started doing comedy and I started making friends because I started doing comedy when I got out of college. Uh-huh. So I just like lost all my friends. <laughs> it's been really fun having comedy friends throughout this whole pandemic because you know I feel like that's like a lot of it the coping mechanism for like hey we gotta we got this shit going on but let's still look for the joke yeah so it's fun to be around that have you come up with a lot of new material Mm, yeah I think so maybe like seven minutes I like I don't know there's a I've been making fun of doctors a lot, but I don't want to do that like publicly because what if I need them? <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> gonna hate me. I don't need them to hate me. Funny, you do need them. Yeah. But it's also fun because I wonder the pressure if doctors feel because being on the front line, I wonder uh, yeah. if that is like an overwhelming sense of like pressure because people are holding them up like to this status that it's like, you know, they're human. They still make mistakes. Yeah. You know, not even, not even that you're saying it real nice. They, some doctors are like, they take it. Like, they're like, I'm a doctor. Like, you know, <laughs> like I'm a doctor. And it's like, shut up, dude. <laughs> you're getting paid just like me. Like you're not doing anything. You learned how to do this so you can make a bunch of money. Shut the fuck up. Like you're not, <laughs> you're not a nice person. You used to prescribe heroin. Shut up. Do you see that in comedy that comedians have an ego? Like sometimes doctors have that. Like yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anytime someone's been like, I've been doing it for for like ten years. It's like, bro, we're still at this place together. <laughs> like that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> and what do you think that is? Because like, especially you think about it. Like, I don't know why you do it. I don't know if you do it for the love of the art. Or do you do it for there's some sort of end game? Or I mean, it can be both. Like, I don't want to say yeah. like it has to be one or the other. No. What would you uh, say it is for you? I don't know if there's an end game, but I, uh, okay. I feel like I've been uh, ignored my whole life. And this is a way to force people to listen to me is by commanding their attention. <laughs> so, yeah, I understand why people have egos because, like, you worked real hard at this thing and then you see some young buck, like, yeah, trying to do it, and you're like, chill, young buck. But, like, you just got to realize, like, if you're in the same place, you're not doing better than them. Or is yeah. there such a thing with comedy as better? Because I think about so much of it is 
really it's an individual journey. So it's so it becomes really complicated when you're comparing yourself and like some to someone else. Yeah. You had said before too, you had been ignored. You feel your whole life. Why do you? Yeah. you why? Why do you think I that? I don't know. I just don't. I don't know. I don't feel like people like listen to me. Do you come from a big family? No, it's just that like my parents weren't really around and then my friends would do dumb shit. And then I would like, I don't think we should do that. And they'd be like, nah, shut up. Come on. And then we just continue to do the dumb shit. I'd say something. And like, hmm. And then someone else would say it and they'd be like, oh yeah, that's right. And I'd be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Did I just say that? <laughs> like, aren't you, aren't you listening to what I said? Didn't you give me jazz hands? Like, <laughs> like, like <laughs> or not jazz, you know, jazz, uh, jazz snaps, you know, your jazz snaps. Yeah. So how does it feel now that you have this outlet that you feel heard? I feel real good all the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel good. <laughs> yeah. What were some of the first things you talked about on stage? My first joke was about like how there was no fat black superhero, no fat black superheroes. If you're fat and black, you're just a villain. If you're just fat, you're a villain. Like there's no fat heroes. That's pretty, uh, I think, very observational. And how did how the audience respond? They're like, yeah, you're right. It wasn't funny, but (laughs) they liked it. (laughs) They didn't like hate it. I like how it's like you know you're like telling me this is so funny it's like uh you know you never had been listened to and then the first time on stage you're like listen i've got something to say why aren't there any facts (laughs) that's so true that's it speaks a lot though uh especially when you think about talking about privilege today because a lot of times i feel like people get stuck on like that privilege isn't real but i think you bring up such a good point of like talking about like Hello, there's no fat superheroes. And it's like, why can't fat people be superheroes? That's <laughs> yeah. like, isn't that the ultimate yeah. superpower? Yeah. You know? Yeah. They're like, oh, he's from space and he's a tree man, but he cannot be, he has to be shaped like a Pringle, <laughs> like the Dorito, you know? That's, that's the one rule. They have the one rule is you have to Dorito. They give you all these steroids, <laughs> make you jack. So how'd your comedy evolve from where you first started? I don't know. I don't think much. Because then then it started turning into making fun of white women for a while. And then it turned into whatever it is now. I don't know. I just try to like think of something where it's like, all right. Uh, all right. Okay. Okay. Like, all right. I want to figure out how to make like slavery jokes. <laughs> like, I don't know how. Uh-huh. But I want to figure because it is traumatic, but it was like, it's such a fucking, go- there's there's a lot of goofiness in it too. You know what I mean? Well, finding that really studying something and looking at it so deeply to find the humor in it, because again, you know, the atrocities. We- so to find something, you know, like you said that there was some goofiness in it because it, it's the human experience. Yeah. It's the way humans related to each other. Yeah. And humans are goofy. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. There I, had to be one goofy slave. Like <laughs> he, he made a wig or something out of the cotton. I don't know. <laughs> oh, for sure. I keep thinking yeah. about Thomas Jefferson and what a mind fuck it must have been going to his house because he had all these children <laughs> with slaves, yeah. and they the one yeah. the one looked exactly like him. Yeah. And like, could you yeah. imagine? Like, it's like talk about that fucking elephant in the room. Everybody's yeah. like, "What is this?" Yeah. yeah. You know. <laughs> Like, hey, Tom, uh, you're not supposed to be having sex with him, dude. Right. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. like, oh, I did it. And, like, the kid's, like, exactly <laughs> like him. Yeah. And he's like, that kid's named Thomas Jr. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> just like give me a break again it was like yeah. there was so and even too like i because i've tried doing this bringing this to the stage and i it's really hard for me i haven't yeah. worked through it enough but talking about the stupidity of like the declaration of independence yeah. how thomas jefferson wrote the declaration of independence and then had a slave revise and edit it yeah you know? yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> like wait sir you mean yes. i hear all all men are created equal oh yeah well yeah, he's like, come here, human typewriter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's hard. It's hard, I feel, to do. I don't, how do you, because again, I don't want to generalize my experiences yeah. for your experiences. So what is it like? What's it like for you? I just go up and fail a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I just say the wrong thing until I figure out how to say it right. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. And then it gets easier to not say the wrong thing. <laughs> do you feel that there's any tips to figure out to uh, like a, a process do you have or any um methodology uh, that you approach that you have to first you have to figure out who you are because then you'll know the way people perceive you so you won't say so so you know the word you know you have leeway that way you know what i mean like uh i all right this is okay I'm I'm a likable person, so I can get away with a lot more than most people. Like some people just look more mean, so they can't really say all the things they really need to say. So what are some of the things that you say that you feel you, you know, other people couldn't get away with? Uh, I have a joke where it's just uh, there had to be one slave that liked being whipped. <laughs> That's like <laughs> I can get away with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A little like BDSM. Yeah. <laughs> so what do you think about your uh, demeanor or character like makes you likable more so or softer, I guess that you, I don't know what. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. I think it's because I, I smile a lot and uh, I don't make a lot of eye contact. <laughs> oh man. It feels psychopathic to like break it down. <laughs> You know, like, yeah, it feels like I do it on purpose now that I, if I say it out loud. It's weird when you start talking about things, but that's what the whole, like, kind of what I want to look at is yeah. like, you know what I mean? Because especially like, that's where we're like vulnerable. That's where we're yeah. exposed. And especially too, like, I feel like there's so much of comedy that is like tiny little details that could make a huge, like, again, difference. Like how you said, like, people respond to you differently and then because you smile more you know there is there's something really welcoming about when comics smile you know have you ever yeah. played around with different approaches yeah sometimes i try to figure out how to hold my hands when i'm delivering jokes because if i feel like when you use your you can use your hands to let people know that like the joke is coming and then you can also let them know like this is this is like a thought this is a thought and then you like open up and like, this is the funny part. And then it's like, this is a thought. And then it's, this is the funny part. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I think that's what I've been doing. That's what I've been doing lately. That's what I've been doing lately. How has that worked? It's been okay. It's, you know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to figure out how, like, uh, I still have to figure out how to be big, like how to be like over, like, uh, like, uh, okay. Like in tambourine, Chris Rock, he would do, there was like three to four different Chris Rocks in that special. Cause there was like this new Chris Rock that was very like, it was, he was like old and kind of thoughtful. And then there was the young Chris Rock where he was like, it was like teeth and hands, you know? <laughs> so like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, young Chris Rock is teeth and hands. There was like a reflective Chris Rock. Like there was a time where he talked about cheating on his wife, break, getting a divorce from his wife. That was like a new not a new, but it was like a different style. He was just doing different things. And I was, yeah. And Dave, they all, they're all like, I don't, they're all like, it's not, 
it's it's weird. The way they move is also a part of their their uh special. Uh-huh. Like uh like Dave on the last Chappelle special, the one I think it was Sticks and Stones. He had two stages. There was a little stage and then there was a big stage behind him. He would go on the little stage when he was like saying stuff and explaining stuff. But when he was getting like act stuff out and do bigger jokes, he'd go into the bigger stage and just like move around a lot more. And then he'd just go back to the other stage and chill a little bit. Yeah. It was nice. It was like, yeah, it set a good pace. It was like a weird pace. Not a weird pace. It was like a good pace. It was a pace that I liked. Yes. Well, it's an interesting juxtaposition. What about you? Where do you think you are? Are you a physical uh, comedian? No, no, I'm, I'm, I can be animated, but I don't, I don't, I'm not like, I got like this, this is it. I'm a, a, I'm a hands guy. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's different too, to see comedians who are physical. Cause I mean, again, each thing is such a different like skill set and the way people approach. Cause again, it's really interesting though, to watch people who are just delivering jokes like flat footed and you know, especially too, like when they're dabbling in things that are really tough, because like you said, how you now move your hands to kind yeah. of like conduct the audience along, you know, yeah. so it's, yeah. it's, it's interesting, like they're kind of like you're you're like a herder. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come in and laugh yeah. now, children. <laughs> Please listen, sit down. What about comedy like in terms of like figuring these things out because obviously you have to bomb you know along this whole process so what about yeah. the worst bomb you've ever had what was that like it's real okay it was a uh, it was in baltimore and it was at like this bar restaurant it was real huge the dj or the host was bombing too so it wasn't just me but the host the host bombed for like 10 minutes and he was like all right we got your next comedian and he didn't say my name wrong <laughs> and then the dj brought me up to rick ross because of course and then like uh i was just like bombing for three minutes i was doing like nobody they were eating chicken wings real loud like it was real loud chicken wings being ate like everybody and then the dj was like get off the stage not the dj the host he was like come on get off i was supposed to do 10 i only did three uh-huh. yeah and then yeah i got off stage I was like, oh, I'm better than that. My brother was there, and I was like, I'm better than that. Let's go to another spot. And then I went to a spot in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. It was a, it was a, di- it's a diner called Angie's. And uh, then I proceeded to bomb there also. So yeah, that was the worst one. Yeah, <laughs> and I had to drive home with my brother. Like, yeah, it usually isn't like that. What was your physical reaction? To bombing? Yeah. It wasn't good because I wanted to fight, and that, that's not. That's not it. No, that's not a good. That's are, you not a gonna, are you a fighter? Like, what do you mean? Is that something that you have done in the past and like engaged in? Because you said you wanted to fight. So when was oh. the last time you fought, I guess, would be a better question. Not, I haven't fought. Like, I'm really good at like staying out of that stuff. <laughs> I haven't done fought like as an adult and like unless I've like grappled and stuff with my friends. Like, but that doesn't count. So I like I have like a. I've I fought before, but not like I, I, I can't like I don't want to get that angry. That's not like who I am. I'm not that angry person. Yeah. Was, yeah. And if I get angry enough to want to fight, then I'm going to make a mistake and I don't want to make mistakes. When you said you bombing, you got like that's how upset it was. Like you got angry. Yeah. You know? Because it's like you don't understand me this much. Like you don't like I'm not I'm saying stuff you guys should understand. I'm not like speaking 
Spanish. <laughs> like, yeah. like, uh, these have worked before. It was very frustrating. It was more frustrating. And that's. Do you remember what your set was about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, <laughs> yeah, it was about my grandma. Um, I have a ugly joke. It was like, I'm ugly and then uh, I'm fat. And that was it. That's all I got to do. And those jokes usually do really good. And it made me really mad that they didn't like them. But you said also, too, the host had been bombing as well. Yeah. And he tried to act like I was bombing. It's like, just let me do my time. You know, sometimes, too, like, I feel like some audiences, like, I feel like that's such an important job of the host is, like, to wrangle people in. Yeah. And if people are having more interesting conversation than what is going on on the microphone, they're not going to want to engage. Yeah. Yeah, they're like, these wings are good. Fuck that guy who's talking about how fat he is. <laughs> but it's, we take it so personally. It's so hard not to. Yeah, because that means they don't get you. Mm-hmm. Like, they just don't get you. That's that's the only thing it means when you bomb. or <laughs> They don't get you or, like, you're not funny. But if you do it enough and you you know the reaction your jokes should get, it's just like, oh, they don't, you'll know they don't get you. Is that why you feel now? Because before we were talking about friends and you had said how before you didn't have friends, but now you you have friends. So do you feel that it's because you have comedy that people, you, the people in your life are people you know who through comedy, but yeah. they get you? Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. You, you're like your most authentic uh, self. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're right. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I never like connected it before. <laughs> You were going to say, though, not on stage, like you feel, do you feel like on stage you're as authentic as you are with your friends? Or do you feel that on stage we're getting an act? It's more of an act on stage. I'm a lot meaner to my friends. Uh, yeah. The bad boy. Yeah, the bad boy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe there's hope for you then. Yeah. That's yeah. So is that probably, is that more fun? To be mean to my friends? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know why, because I don't know. You know, like, uh, there's, okay, all the, okay, all right, I'm about to tell a lot. Okay, this is, okay, I've been, okay, all, okay, look, here's what I'm thinking. All the most, all the most famous, like, people have a little bit of mystery about them, except for Will Smith now. <laughs> but every, like, you know, you're like, the people you go see in movies or in other things, they always have, a, people are like, I, I like that guy, but what is he like? And then like, like you know, like um, like Tom Cruise, like everything we know about Tom Cruise is speculation. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, nothing, everyone's like, he's kind of gay. And we're like, eh, that makes sense. We don't know anything about him. That's what I'm saying. Like, we don't know anything about him. And he's like the most, any movie he puts out will fucking make a lot of money. So okay. like, yeah. Okay, so he makes a lot of money, but how, cause my question to you, I just, I'm a little yeah. confused cause Tom Cruise is an actor Yes, and you know, comedy and acting. I don't know how much you think, like if they're two of the same or if they're really different skill sets. Okay. I kind of think they're a little bit in the same skill set because to be a good comedian, you should be able to feel every emotion. And that's like the key to being a good actor is feeling every emotion. And also knowing that you're going to look dumb. <laughs> like, that's like, I feel like that's what it is to be a good comedian. Like, you're like, ah, this is going to be dumb, but I'm going to do it anyway. And then to be a good actor is like, this is going to be dumb, but I'm going to be Abe Lincoln. <laughs> like, you know, like, I feel like it's the same thing. Sit on stage like you're a nice guy. So yeah. <laughs> is that kind of like the act that you're presenting? 
No, I I don't know. (laughs) That's the thing. I don't know. That's why I feel like a psychopath because I feel like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. What would be three words to describe your comedy? Oh, adult, fat, and black. (laughs) I've been thinking about this for a long time. (laughs) Okay, give me three more words. Oh, no. Oh, no. All right. uh, 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 Can funny be one? (laughs) I think observational, stupid, <laughs> stupid. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, goofy. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are you replacing goofy with stupid, or is goofy your third word? Oh, can goofy not be my third word? No, it it doesn't have to oh. be your third word. You no, mean... goofy's the third word. Yeah. Stupid okay, it is okay. Yeah, yeah. You know, comedians. You like Chris Rock. You were talking about Dave Chappelle. Like those yeah. are your favorites. Who's your There's... favorite? Okay, this is gonna be real. I really like Larry the Cable Guy. I do. <laughs> I genuinely like Larry the Cable Guy. Gabriel Iglesias, he's funny. Uh, Brian Regan's really funny. I like a lot of people who could like. They don't have to be. They could just like switch it up. I like switch up. I like Sebastian. I don't know. I just like the. I like. I like basic comedy. <laughs> yeah. I like the stuff where it's not like it's not stupid, but it's not like. It's not like overly smart. It's for everybody. It's just like, hey, you ever fart and your pants bubble up? Yeah. Where where do you think then your comedy lies? The goofy place? Yeah. (laughs) I try to write in the goofy place. Yes. Like, do you ever tackle current events or things that are shocking? Only if like the joke would work for like a more general situation, because then I can tell it longer. Like, give me an example. Like Like, I have a school shooting joke, but it's not really, it's not about school shootings it's just like about okay black schools and white schools are pretty much the same but there's one difference and that difference is at white schools you can bring your guns you know like that's like a general school shooting joke it's not about like columbine or like a specific incident you know (laughs) specific to something in time is like a broad concept yeah yeah, because I yeah, feel yeah. like, you know, the more specific something is, the harder it is for people to take in. I want to make, like, smart things stupid. A good comic, like you said, has can tap into all emotion. What's something, then, um, the hardest topic you've tackled? Professional wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> I, I genuinely love it so much. I can't, like, I've, I've tried. I try, and it, like, makes me feel bad. I don't know why. A lot of comedians are into wrestling yeah i don't because wrestling's like it's like it's like comedy (laughs) it's the same stuff but you like look like a superhero and you get championships it's very theatrical there's a lot of performance yeah yeah i feel like too for men you guys don't have a lot of creative outlets you know it's like yes stand-up comedy anime or wrestling Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just nailed me. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> That's it. That's all of them. You're so complicated. <laughs> so let's keep going then. Okay, yeah. so vulnerability. That's kind of like oh, what I focus no. on. So where do you feel vulnerable? Uh, what do you What do you mean? I don't know. Interpret it how you like. I just feel yeah. like this idea. What does that mean to you? To feel vulnerable. Ooh. Okay, I got a massage once, and okay. I was very. That made me feel like I was like, "Hurry up!" Like, not hurry up. It was like it was just weird. It was weird. What was weird? That made me. It? it made me. That made me feel vulnerable. It's a massage because <laughs> you're just like trusting this person not to hurt you. Okay. <laughs> 
okay, yeah. okay. But I mean, you are paying them money. It's like yeah, but you also like it's like you put your sword outside the door. You know, <laughs> like you know, like if a if a knight goes and gets a massage, he's going to take all of his armor off. He's going to put it outside the door. He's not going to walk in there with his sword like right? next to the door. It feels like a, you're just like setting yourself up for a trap. Do you secretly run a crime family? I don't know. <laughs> no, I no, never. I would never. No. But so let's go back to him. So what about being in this room with the, were you naked? Yeah. Was it was it weird being like naked under a towel? Uh it was it was like a it was at it was a it was at home. It was on my bed. It was like at home. It wasn't like it was, it, mm. yeah. Oh, was that your house? They yeah, gave you your house? Yeah, it was weird. <laughs> it wasn't like anything I like, like there's some of the story that's missing. What no, no, it was just a massage and it felt made me feel weird because the music was like it was like in my head. <laughs> and I was like, why am I doing this? It wasn't relaxing for you then. No, because it was very relaxing at the end. Like at the end, I was like, oh, I get it. But like, it was just weird to like trust this person that I'm giving money to. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Wait, I'm assuming when you get your hair cut, do you feel the same level? I don't, get, I don't go to a bar, right? Cut <laughs> <laughs> you your hair. You don't uh, get to- Huh? No, I just do it with a razor. It's me. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. okay, okay. Um, yeah, um, no, I I think, I guess I, I do have a hard time trusting people. Maybe it is me. <laughs> well, let's go back to the doctors, too, because remember yeah. you talked about the doctors, how you have jokes yeah. about them, and you're like, huh, so you don't trust people. Yeah, I don't, okay, maybe I, I don't think I trust people who are supposed to be, oh, oh, I don't respect authority. <gasps> <laughs> so the masseuse is with the authority over you yeah and i'm like get off me you suck would you get another massage it depends on like how i have to uh no i'd have no 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 i'll tell you it felt too intimate that's what it was it felt too intimate yeah it felt too intimate and i was like i can't this is too much you didn't want to have that level of intimacy from somebody you were paying yeah are you normally does that is that an area where you feel vulnerable is with intimacy yes yeah that's it yeah (laughs) does that play out in like uh relationships or friendships or on stage yeah, in friendships, because like all my friends, I don't have friends or well, I have friends now, but like, you know, it's all kind of like still kind of like businessy uh-huh. and I don't know how to not do that. What keeps it still businessy? I don't know. Cause I don't, I feel like I don't really have a personal life to talk about. <laughs> Cause like, I think my personal life is like comedy now. So it feels like I'm always doing business. Do you ever get this from people where, you know, you do comedy and they immediately come up afterward and like start critiquing your jokes and saying this yeah. is what you should do. And yeah, who do you think they would fall on the internet spectrum of trolldom? Who are they? They're, they're commenters. They're totally people who are more commenty. Yeah. Yeah. If you have the... Not to be like, if you have the gall, not to be like, it's like atrocious, but like, if you have the gall to go up to somebody and just like be like, hey, here's what I think you should do better, then you totally can be like, fuck you on Facebook. Like, <laughs> those are the same people. Yeah. But why don't you think they're the people to get up on stage and do it themselves? What do you mean? 
Because I find that people. Oh, you mean like not com- You mean just like yeah, not people, comedian. People. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh like yeah. About- oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, no, I think they're more likely to comment because online they're more anonymous. Yeah. Yeah. Still kind of the same thing. Yeah. How do you think it differs? Like, because I feel like comedians that will come up and comment afterward versus just someone in the audience. The motivation for each person is different. Why do you? I don't you- know what a person's thinking, but I know a comedian's. At least, I think a comedian is just trying to help. They're like, yo, it's a good job. Keep going. It's hard because I feel like, too, it depends on, like, the person and how they approach you as well. I mean, I think sometimes I get, like, super hypersensitive. I don't like anybody talking to me at all about it. It's like, just be quiet. Mind your business. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Be like, uh, go away. Read some books. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but what do you think, though, about doing comedy you think it's helped your life personally yeah so much because before i was doing like doing business to business web design and that was like that made me feel real sad there's no fun in that and then (laughs) and then i just like i moved on i did like a freelance web design for a bed and business just like b2c regular web design and that was also that was also very boring so i just figured oh maybe that's stuff i don't really want to do and i just didn't do it anymore and comedy has made me feel good about it like every day. Every day I do it, I feel good. How has during the pandemic been? How has it altered your ability to do comedy? I feel like I'm making a lot more stage time for myself now than I was. Like before the quarantine, I didn't have to like really, I could, I could get booked pretty regularly. But now like not a lot of stuff is happening. So I have to find a lot of places to try to do it. It's a little bit more work. Are you aggressive about trying to get booked? Yeah. What advice would you give then to people? Just reach out because no one's thinking about you all the time. So just reach out. See, I feel like you've been trained because right your whole life, you people were ignoring you. So you're like, hey, I'm still here. <laughs> yeah. I'm here, guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm still doing stuff. Still- time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you consider yourself to be a vulnerable person? I don't think so. But I don't know. Is there like vulnerable-ish? Is there like that? (laughs) Sure, it could be whatever you want. I'll talk about anything, but I won't like bring it up. So what are things you won't bring up? I don't know. No. (laughs) (laughs) So you break it down. What about, what do you feel that you're, the joke that you have that makes the audience's butthole clench? The slave one. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. The slave one. You feel like you could usually get them back after that? Oh yeah, no. They th- there's another part that gets them back every time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and what has been the best thing about doing comedy? I met my wife. No, just like, just like a no, it's like a lady comes out of the darkness. <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know because I'm still doing it. Nothing. I don't know. I haven't. I haven't. Okay. So I feel like the best will be doing the stuff that I want to do. Or well, the, being on things I want to be on, and I haven't done anything yet, so I don't feel like I'm not ready to re- be reflective of comedy yet. The apocalypse has happened. Nobody has money anymore. So are you going to just like gather people around and tell jokes? I would do it. Yeah. Yeah. I would. Why? I, I figured first quarantine, the first one in like last March, is when I figured out. Oh, I I would do this for nothing because <laughs> yeah. I just started like trying to figure out how to. I was like, all right, I could fig- we could do park shows in this. I just tried to figure out how to do things in the summer. I was just all the whole quarantine was just me trying to figure out how to like 
do comedy in the summertime. And why would you do it for nothing? Because it makes me feel good. (laughs) (laughs) Can you do me a favor and tell everybody where we can find you on social media? Oh, yes. Okay. Uh, Okay. Yes. Follow me at Lamerly at L-E-M-A-I-R-E-L-E-E. Follow me on uh, Facebook, (laughs) Facebook, Tinder, Twitter, uh, Japanese Grinder, which is a hoagie website, Sina Weibo, uh, Taiwanese Tinder. Uh, there's a lot of lady boys there. <laughs> Vodka Meat, that's a Russian dating website. Pornhub, OnlyFans, uh, <laughs> Reddit, everywhere. I remember at Lamerly, please. <laughs> yeah. Parlor, also. I'm a parlor. <laughs> You're a parlor. Oh my God. You're a Jump parlor. On the bandwagon last week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think Parlor's a. Uh, Running their flag at half mast today. I thought they were all gathering at Mar a Lago for. Uh... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A big ass Trump party. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We're like, what yeah. are we going to do next, boss? <laughs> my god i don't know pinky the same thing we do every day <laughs> oh my gosh well it's been so awesome talking with you today yeah. it's really been yeah, it was... great yeah thank you Diana. I had a good time thank you for and we can't wait to see you on stage again yeah same i can't wait to see you on stage just in person i know <laughs> yeah. oh my god